Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the, the Polter, Gals. Polter Gals. Welcome back to another episode of the Polter Gals. Um, hi guys. Thank hi. you for listening. Um, we're here today and we're gonna record some episodes. And um yeah. where are we at, Allison? Undercroft. We're in Undercroft. Yeah. Yay, yay. Um, so if you guys are tuning in on our YouTube at Rogue Media Network or at the, the Polter, Polter Gals. Gals. Um, on the YouTubes, um, you can see our beautiful little backdrop yeah. we have today. We got our little dead flowers. We got our spooky books um, and everything in between. So um, it's going to be great. Um, and today we're talking about Leap Castle. Yeah. Um, so all of you guys that want to be little froggies, um, we're having little frog vibes today. Yeah. Um, I'm a little Irish frog. Just, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Allison's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, listen, it's going to be good. We're coming to you after the holiday. Um, this will be coming out right after. Will this be coming out right after Thanksgiving? Yeah. The week after Thanksgiving. Yeah. This will be coming so, out the week you know, right after Thanksgiving, guys. This so is literally a week after Black Friday. And Ooh, yeah. So this is December 2nd. Yeah. We are first Friday of December, y'all. We're counting down the days yeah. till Christmas. Yeah. So um it's, it's what are cool. what would you, what would you like for Christmas this year, Allison? Camera stuff. Camera stuff. Nice. <laughs> um, what would you want? What I want for Christmas? My plumbing to be fixed. Um oh. I don't know if you turned, checked in last episode, <laughs> but um hopefully, hopefully by now it's fixed. Um but you know what I would also like? I would like I don't know. What what do I want? More spooky spooky books? Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. another thing. Get us some more spooky books. And we have yes. spooky books on display. Also yeah. tell us about books. Shout out to uh Lone Pine Publishing. Woo. Um, we've been kind of Let me not have my phone <laughs> over here blasting away. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, Lone Pine Publishing. These are two of their books. It is Ghost Stories of the Civil War and Ghost Stories of Texas. And there are many more that they have that we definitely plan on sharing. Yes. Which, by the way, is Terrifying Tales. Yes. If you haven't tuned in, check out our Tuesday episodes. Allison's doing a great job over there yes. um, recording our Terrifying Tales. Um, and I did some, so yes um, keep an keep an eye out keep an ear out Which, um yeah if, it'll if you, be fun if you haven't like debbie said seen last week's episode you uh kind of briefed up of debbie's life within the last week or so has not been it's been a hot mess 
It's been a hot mess, so I've decided just to, for now, take over Terrifying Tales until her life decides to settle down a little bit. Never. I will never, Um, will ever in my life. Just enough for her to be able to come over or for me to come here. I make Allison come to me. Come to me. (laughs) That's fine. It gets me out of Rogue for a little bit. Basically, I'm just like, don't just tell your boss you can come over and hang out with me. I mean, to be fair, Um, though. And we're doing work. (laughs) to be fair though we have the same (laughs) so it's not like it's much of an issue here (laughs) um it's like i know where you work and i know who your boss is like oh i know where you work i know who your boss is oh okay it's like it's such a threat like oh no um but But, yeah so very fun i've been doing terrifying tales and hopefully by the next few weeks or so hopefully debbie can record a few of those but until then yeah yeah i'll be there check it out check it out yeah check them out tuesday terrifying tales don't miss out yeah for sure all right are you ready to leap into this episode yeah so like we said leap castle Mm -hmm. this is actually in ireland ireland yes and so of course if you haven't noticed it's a well castle yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know we love our spooky castles so there are varied accounts as to when exactly the main tower slash keep, depending on where you are and what you call it, was mm-hmm. constructed. Ranging, this was ranging anywhere from the 13th century to possibly even the late 15th century. Hmm, interesting. Uh, it's believed that it's most likely around 1250 AD. Wow, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, not so much. So an oldie and a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> so it was built by O'Bannon clan, the O'Bannon clan, mm-hmm. which was originally called Liam Ubahana. Ooh. So if you speak Irish. The O'Bannons. Yeah. Uh, this was as the fertile land around the castle, which was associated with the Bannon clan or Leap of the O'Briens. O- O'Bannons? Mm-hmm. Sure. I the think o- it's O'Bannon. O'Bannons. The O'Bannons were the secondary chieftains of the territory and were subject to the ruling of or the Orcoral clan. Sure. There is evidence that it was constructed at the same site as another ancient stone structure, perhaps a ceremonial in <gasps> nature. Which, Ooh. if we've learned we anything, love us some druids, yeah. some Celtic, some I don't know. Well, Ireland's druid, right? Druid culture. You know, um, I, I really don't know. I, think I don't so. much. <laughs> if you live in Ireland and know about this, please Tell email us, about, us, message us. Yeah, about anything. ancient ceremonial yeah. stone circles. We love that. Because obviously we don't know much about that. And like we've said in previous episodes, yeah. we're trying not to be uncultured yeah, swines. We, but we just are uncultured <laughs> yeah. swine. Thank you, American public school <laughs> <Right>? system. <laughs> so this is our way to at least learn. So. Yeah, we're learning so much. And we learn yeah. so much together every week, which yeah. is why we do the podcast. Um, as we say every week, we're here to learn with you guys. Yeah, so... Uh, if you live there or know anything about this, please let us know. But it was a ceremonial place, and mm-hmm. the area has been occupied consistently since at least the Iron Age, which is about 500 BCE. Wow. And possibly since the Neolithic Neolithic. Neolithic. That was like caveman times. Yikes. Back in the Neolithic period. That's old. Very old. 
So the annals of the four masters record that the Earl of Kildred, Gerald Fitzgerald, tried unsuccessfully to seize the castle in 1513. Three years later, he attacked the castle again and managed to partially demolish it. What? However, by 1557, the O'Carrolls had regained possession. Hmm. Maybe that's why it like took so long. So maybe that's why they're like, we're yeah. not sure if it's between the 13th century or the 15th century. Because yeah. it kept getting torn down and then they kept having to rebuild it. <laughs> I mean... And also, like, back then, like, they didn't have, like, tools or, like, power tools. So I'm sure it took them a long (laughs) time to, like, build stuff and make stuff. Yeah. Like, back then, that was... Back in the day. That was their, basically, bombing system was (laughs) once it it got bombed, it was just like, well, crap. Uh, So, the O'Carrolls regained, and following the death of Molorini or Coral in 1532, family Mm -hmm. struggles plagued the O'Coral clan. A fierce rivalry for the leadership erupted with... I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Are you dying in your own place of... I know. I'm going to die down here and haunt the undercroft. Please don't. There's too many ghosties already in here. We don't need another one. They're all around us. They're right next to you. Can I just say that this is one of the probably creepiest places that? Yeah, that's why we choose here to record, guys. This place is actually creepy. Like we're it's... not, we're not just, we're not just pulling no. your leg. Anybody that is not from Waco, but like, guys, it's if, it's like spooky down if here. If you could see the other side of that camera, it's we're like, like staring into like a black hole yes. in the wall. <laughs> so what, what was that? Like, wasn't it like the original furnace? So yeah, that that's the original. Uh, that's where the bread was baked. It was oh, okay. in, the, in the oven right in front of us. Yeah. Um, so that that's literally. If where... I see like eyes in the black, I'm I'm out of here. I'm... Yeah, I'm straight leaving my stuff here. I'm <laughs> like telling I'm... Mike to come get it. Yeah, we're just we're just never gonna come down here again. <laughs> um, anyway, so there was a rivalry rivalry in within the family. In a fight for power turned brother against brother. One of the brothers was even a priest. While he was holding mass for a group of his family in what is now called the Bloody Chapel, his rival brother burst into the chapel, plunged his sword into him, and finally wounded and fatally wounded him. (laughs) Oh my god. The butchered priest fell across the altar and died in front of his own family i'm i'm gagged yeah. wow like no cap like, yeah wow this, like talk about family feuds i know and we're coming right after <laughs> thanksgiving like yeah. i hope this did not happen on your thanksgiving <laughs> dinner table that's all like, i'm gonna say like let's just we we know that these next couple episodes are hopefully <laughs> like uh a distraction <laughs> family yeah a distraction but, from the terrorism um, family puts you through <laughs> talk, but talk about family hatred and feuds to the max family feud uh, for real and this is not the one <laughs> steve that harvey. steve harvey yeah, is hosting say, steve harvey has no say in this <laughs> no because um, if he did he'd be throwing that little cord in his hand and be like mm-hmm. i'm out yeah he was like mm-hmm, murder <laughs> murdering your brother <laughs> yeah he's like Name the top uh, top <laughs> things that your family does at a, at a, Thanksgiving. At a Thanksgiving. <laughs> Number one choice, killing your brother in front of your own family. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, I could just imagine that. And that's what makes that even more hilarious. <laughs> Allison, you're killing me right now. I try, but. She I tries killing me, but she doesn't actually kill me. Um, I just hope I kill you out of laughter. Killing me out of laughter. Yeah. Putting me in stitches, but not literally. <laughs> Which Save that for your brother. Yeah. I, I mean, duh. Come but, on. Don't you know? Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so. In 1659, the castle passed by marriage into the ownership of the castle was passed down by marriage to, uh, to the Darby family, Ooh. notable mem- members of whom, which include Vice Admiral George Darby, Admiral, Admiral Sir Henry Darby, and mm-hmm. John Nelson Darby, mm-hmm. all of which means nothing to me because i really don't know any of them but <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for those of you in ireland sorry, the darbies we don't care about the darby clan who, the, tar- uh, <laughs> the darby group again american culture doesn't teach us about running people across the main I hope floor. you guys heard those <laughs> footsteps they're really spooky so the darbies and during their tenure of one of jonathan charles darby uh, was a seance was held in the castle by his wife, Mildred Darby, who was a writer of gothic novels. This led to publicity about the castle and its ghosts. The central kep was later expanded with significant extensions, but in order to pay for these, rents were raised and much of the land accompanying the castle was sold. Wow. This is one of the theorized motivations for the burning of the castle during the Irish Civil War. Peasant revolt. Yeah. Peasant revolt. (laughs) Peasant revolt. Right. And dude, that happened so much, though. Mm -hmm. And this, oddly enough, as much as we make fun of it, did not happen in the 1800s. It happened in 1922. Wow. That's almost sadder. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So 1922, after it's... destruction mr darby obtained a reinstatement mm-hmm. of from bucket and Metcalf surveyors in dublin mm-hmm. that was issued in september of 1922 confusingly it gives the address as leap castle uh, as rescrico tip tippery sure that's uh roscria roscriaco i don't know yeah so then in 1974, the now ruined castle was bought by Australian historian Peter, whose mother has had has been a Bannon. Mm-hmm. Barlet together was uh, together with builder Joe Sullivan, carried out extensive restoration work on the castle up to the time of his death in 1989. Since 1991, the castle has been privately owned by the musician Sean Ryan and his wife, Anne, hmm. who continued the restoration work. With so much dark history, it's not surprisingly that ghost tales were bound to arise. Many have reported experience anything from child to the now famous elemental, Ooh. which will come into play. It's the O'Carroll's ruthless and uh, murderous ways would probably be a good candidate, of course, as to what's going on with even the ghost of the Dias, who is reported to still uh, be at the Bloody Chapel in some of the rooms below. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until his death. He wasn't the only death that happened. 
More um, death. Death and death and more death. Yes. The McCollum family, for instance, had been invited to a celebratory feast after defeating a mutual enemy clan. For whatever reason, though, the O'Corals decided to poison their guest <gasps> during what should have been a, victor- a victory celebration. The same fate happened to some of the O'Neill clan. Well, so, yeah, there's some poison themselves. Yeah, so it's essentially one clan coming in to support or to celebrate a yeah. victory. And then now that's a true crime. Yeah, straight true crime <laughs> straight to the max. To, straight, that's the truest crime I've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> And this is kind of where it becomes a little weird. Uh-huh. In the 1920s, an obelite hidden behind a wall in the bloody mm-hmm. chapel was discovered during renovations. It may show that the O'Corrells had a hand in many more deaths. Skeletons impaled on spikes were found lying in the base of the obelite. Enough human remains were brought out to fill three carts. However, it was also said that a human... That pocket watch from the mid 1800s was also found there, Ooh. so it may have not been just the O'Corals using the obelite. Hmm. In the era of the Darbys, Captain Darby had amassed quite a bit of wealth, and legend has it that he hid treasures around the property. Hmm. Eventually, the quote-unquote wild captain was arrested for treason <laughs> and incarcerated in dublin oh my gosh yes. so look he was a straight-up pirate yes uh, he'd be stashing booty in the yeah. walls and then he got arrested for yeah. treason <laughs> but i guess they never found it obviously wow. since it was hidden a pirate after my own heart <laughs> yes so during his imprisonment, he was driven insane and once released, tried to find his treas- treasures, only to have forgotten where he buried them. Me too. Same. I put my keys down, gone. Yes. Don't know where they are. <laughs> if I had treasures and I buried them, they'd be gone forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I guess I don't have those anymore. So, it is said that his ghost is there. Mm-hmm. Um Continuing with the Darbys, when Jonathan and Mildred Darby took over Leap Castle... They were very intrigued with the legends and tales of their home and enjoyed dabbling in the occult like we mentioned before. Ooh. Of course, again, once, like we mentioned, seances, uh, right, becoming uh, sorted with occult novels and gothic stuff. All that stuff, you and, know, just gothic stuff. Yeah, publicly stating that there were ghosts there um, with the most famous, which we'll get into later, being That's the element. Um, which its appearance is said to have a decomposed face and comes with Ooh. an equally rotting smell. Ugh. Yes. I know what a rotting smell smells like. I've smelled it uh, my whole life. So, no, I'm just kidding. These last wait. couple weeks with my plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, there's kind of many questions as to what this could be. Maybe the Earl of Kildred placed it there to help them take care of the castle from the inside. There are many rumors about he was a man of uh, magic or possibly it could have been some of the Orcanils or possibly Mildred uh, Darby could have possibly even summoned this elemental from doing all those seances yes and so that's kind of where the history ends before we get too much into the hauntings first we got to take a commercial break break 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. (laughs) Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about... Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bows Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music. And we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. So check us out on RogueMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. <laughs> Welcome to One Star Rewind. A new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. the show 
right, are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome back. Um, I hope you guys heard some good commercials. Um, and now it's time to get into the hauntings. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as we mentioned, this place is very haunted and lots of murders have happened here and lots of terrible things. So obviously there's going to be ghosts. Um, and some we already mentioned. So yep. um, I'm just going to kind of go by um, different stories that are going to be told. Um, we're going to go line by line. And I hope you guys enjoy some of the ghosty stories we have today. Yeah. All right, Allison, let's get into it. So we're starting at the priest's house. So remember, the priest that got murdered by his brother. Um, yes. Super sad. Um, remember, don't murder your brother at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Um, so at the priest's house, um, there are shadows that have been seen wandering in the priest's house. The priest's house has been an empty shell since burning back in 1922. A burly man has been seen pushing a heavy barrel up the stairs. And then when he gets to the top, the barrel rolls down and the man and the barrel disappear all together so he'd be playing donkey kong for eternity (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so it's kind of a little spooky um some shadows over in the priest's house um and he was just like what am i doing with this barrel i'm just trying to bring it up these stairs for all of eternity Um, and that's not good donkey kong he's playing one hard game to beat (laughs) it's true it's true isn't there like literally tournaments still to like beat the donkey kong world record i'm Um, pretty sure (laughs) that's crazy um well now on to the next location we're gonna be talking about the murder hole (laughs) and by that i mean the murder hole room um you heard me correctly yes a murder hole um (laughs) get in my murder hole um we're actually underground right now so it's kind of funny because sometimes i do call undercroft my murder hole which yeah Um, it's quite literally (laughs) just a giant hole get in my basement (laughs) um but yeah so the murder hole um is also the murder hole room is also called the muckle hole room um i don't know what a muckle hole is but i kind of like murder hole more than murder hole hole. sounds like so much darker <laughs> muckle hole sounds inappropriate like don't touch me in my muckle hole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> please don't ever put that those words ah! together again uh, anyway, oh. disgusting <laughs> but anyway the reason why this is called the murder hole room is because there is in fact a blood stain so there's a blood stain on the floor of the room and it's said to be that of a man who was stabbed to death again by his brother. What is up with brothers stabbing brothers? I don't know. I hope my brother maybe, doesn't stab me. Like Maybe it's just... What? It's not brotherly love because... It's brotherly hate. <laughs> if, if my brother loved me so much mm-hmm. that he had to feel the need to kill me, I don't want that much well, love. Well, it's saying that the brothers were quarreling over like ownership of the castle. And that's why he murdered him. So, so basically he really did the priest. Say, yeah, the priest and the brother, really, essentially. I think I'm, it probably is the same story. All one in the same. Um, but, you know, this one, he's saying that he was murdered in the muckle hole. Um, in the murder hole. Um, he was like, hey, bro, there's like a weird smell coming from this closet. Can you get in here for a minute? He was like, yeah, man, I don't know what's going on in this I, hole. And he's just like, shink, 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 shink. Every sibling know that if somebody says, hey, go go smell this in this room. <laughs> after, like, after you, like, hey, after go you smell get this. In there. Like, 
I'd be like, uh, no, you go first. <laughs> you got to lead the way. You got to lead the way. <laughs> um, so listen, this holiday season, <laughs> if your brother tells you to go smell something, don't, don't do don't it. Be sure they go first. Make sure they go first into the room. And if you do. And make sure they don't have pointy objects on them. <laughs> be sure you take a pointy object with you. You should like metal detect them at the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so yeah so that's that's the murder or, or if you do mm-hmm. take your own and be yeah. sure that the tips touch tips t- no don't <laughs> touch tips with your brother that sounds no, inappropriate the, the tips of the swords or the knife <laughs> that's, Allison, no. that's a safe if you both have a pointed object be You're sure that to touch tips <laughs> if it's a knife i've and a never knife, heard this in if my it's life a knife and a knife be sure the tips touch because you know where the tip is what i've never heard this in my life if oh good because i just made it up oh good i was gonna say this is something i have never heard and i am concerned right now for not only my safety but specifically for your safety um but anyway so that is the story of the murder hole there's your uh, little stupidity for the day yeah then but now we're gonna get into something even sadder um so now we're gonna be talking about the red lady not the white lady not the woman in white not the white witch the red lady this is what i'm talking about that was dabbling in black magic no no good we were talking about the red lady so the red lady has been encountered by many people too the story goes the red lady is the ghost of a woman who was captured and raped by the o'carrolls or o'carrolls however you pronounce it it's said that she got pregnant, resulting from that rape. The hard R word. The O'Carrolls then killed the baby, and in despair, she then killed herself. The Red Lady has been seen carrying a dagger in her hand and raising it menacingly, as if she's wanting to stab somebody. Yikes. She was trying to touch tips. See? <laughs> it's a thing! Even back in the 1800s. No, she was like, I got my dagger. I'm going to touch tips with somebody. <laughs> I'm so sad. No, I'm just kidding, guys. This that's is, that's such a dark story. <laughs> this is a terrible dark story. I mean, still. And it's... <coughs> yikes. Pretty sad. Um, yikes. So, yeah, there's the story of the Red Lady. So, maybe you will see a woman brandishing a knife um, who's distraught. Distraught, I tell you. And if you see the dagger, be sure you show her yours, too. Mm, yep touch the tip <laughs> touch tips um now on to the story of the young girl little sally we oh. get a sally story we get two of them <gasps> two, two sallies two sallies oh my gosh all right so there are actually two young girls that have been seen and heard playing at the leap castle um castle visitors often see them playing in the hall and running up and down the stairs they are called emily and Charlotte. So Aww, they have names. They have names. How nice. They're not just little Sallies. They're Emily and Charlotte. How nice. I love those names. Those are so cute. I love the name Emily. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Emily is said to have died at age 11 when she actually fell from the battlements. Oh. Many people have seen her ghost fail. Many have seen her ghost falling from the castle and then disappearing right before she hits the ground. 
listen, man, this is why they have child. This is why we have railing. This is why we have ADA. This is why we have compliances now. Yeah. This is why buildings have to be safe. So children just stop falling off of high walls. Wait, that's why buildings have to be safe? Yeah, Allison. People used to just fall all the time. Think about how many stories we've heard of just people falling down the stairs, getting blasted out of windows, falling out of windows, jumping out of windows, falling off of castles. Like, I mean, I the think list goes on. That's going to happen kind of regardless. I think so. I mean, but listen, this is why you need to watch your children and you need to make sure there's a safe railing. Um, and that's sad. So that's saying that is the story of Emily. And then they say that Charlotte has been seen dragging her deformed legs behind her. That's sad. So um, that's very sad. So that is the story of Emily and the story of Charlotte. Um, And hopefully next time, if you ever do go to this castle, you bring some toys and you go play with our little ghosts. Um, You know what we say, if there's any little children ghosts, just go and go and have some fun. Go take care of them. Go, Go play with them. Um, go play on the stairs with them but don't fall down the stairs while playing with them that's that's not good advice at all um so i guess now we're gonna talk about it 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 talking about it we're talking about it right now um not like it like the clown but like it so numerous people were actually imprisoned and executed in the castle again remember this was a castle of death upon death upon death and it's said that this is one of the reasons why the castle is, in fact, haunted. Hmm. What do we know about places where people are tortured? It's haunted. It's haunted. Always. Wow. It's not that hard to put two and two together to equal haunted. Wait, you're supposed to put two and two together? To make haunted. Oh, I thought if you put two and two together, if you count the corners, it's four. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> but in no. our case no <laughs> but in our case no um so one of the most terrifying beings which reside in the castle is simply called it it is a small creature about the size of a sheep but has a decaying face this is what you were talking about earlier i don't like it it is said that when it appears it is accompanied by the smell of sulfur and the smell of a decaying corpse. Yuck. I just, like, can't even imagine. Like, uh, that sounds terrifying. And if I ever did see that, I would probably, like, poop my pants and leave. <laughs> I would be like, nope. <laughs> I'm out. You're going to need Jesus, more than... Bye. You're going to need a plumber for more than just your house. I know. I mean, uh, listen, I. it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough out here. Um, but, yeah, so that is the story of it. Remember, not the clown. Not Stephen King. Get out of here. We're talking about it. And then finally, the story you guys have probably been waiting for. The story of the elemental. Dude, and these have such a big reputation, especially like here in America mm-hmm. with Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Because Native Americans, for those that like that's what they kind of summon mm-hmm. is elementals. Mm, so interesting. I'm kind of interested to see how that happens in In Ireland. Ireland. So the elemental, um, the elementals are believed to occur mainly in the countryside. Um, And so basically they have like attached themselves to a particular place. So again, these are like 
beings in a way, but like are attached to in, attached to places rather than attached to people. So we've talked about in the past, like some spirits get attached to places, some people, some spirits get attached to people. Um, well, this is more of like a being attached to a place. So, um, when the castle's ownership was transferred to the Darbys, Mildred Darby, as we mentioned, dabbled in the occult. Um, as, you know, it was fashionable back in the day. Like, they used to hold, like, seance parties and, like, be like, everybody come over. This person's talking to my dead husband. Um, and so that was, you know, again, very popular. And it was widely believed that Mildred's dabbling in the occult is actually what resulted in the awakening of this elemental. Mildred Darby even wrote about her frightened ordeal back in 1909. She was standing in the gallery when she felt somebody put a hand on her shoulder. When she looked, she saw a thing about the size of a sheep with a gaunt and human face. It was, in fact, it. It has black cavities for the eyes, and it has the smell of the decomposing corpse. The Darbys still remained in the castle up until 1922, Yikes. even with it roaming around. That's terrifying. That's weird, though. Like, like, like so spooky. Again, if I saw this thing, I would literally poop my pants. It's it's still like crazy to think that like even though they had it separated into two different things, if it could possibly be both, like the yeah. elemental and it could be the the same the same who knows spooky little sheepy ghost elementals with inhuman nasty gross faces with stinky smells gross that sounds like my cousin no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my i'm joking so i, I really I mean, want to watch cuddles. your back otherwise <laughs> you're gonna get stabbed Listen, across your thanksgiving table i know um, i hope not um but yeah so that's all for the hauntings for this episode i would say this one was pretty spooky had a lot of murder in it i had yeah. a lot of creepy death. things a lot killing. of death killing um crimes crimes against humanity um so yeah that was all for this week and i uh, thank you guys for tuning in yeah uh you know be sure to tune in to mm-hmm. our terrifying tell yeah episodes on tuesdays then, yeah uh, find us at instagram facebook youtube mm-hmm. the porter gals mm-hmm. also patreon mm-hmm. which is patreon.com slash polter pals mm-hmm. yeah we need to get better at posting bonus stuff but hey it's there. There's a lot of content on There's there. There's a baby ghost. There's a teen ghost. And then a sexy, the sexy ghost. <laughs> um, but yeah, so check us out. And then don't forget to go follow us at Rogue Media Network on YouTube. Yeah. And then also at the Poltergals on the YouTube arenas. Yeah. And then if you have any ghost stories yourself or things that you've heard, please let us know. You can email us, DM us, comment, yeah. whatever. And we will be glad to share that yeah we will share your stories with the world yes um you can email us at the poltergals at gmail.com yes and if uh you know of a publishing company or work for one like you these lovely books up here you can we'll showcase your book we'd love mm-hmm. to read from them mm-hmm. if you have stuff if you own stuff that's been published and you would like for it to get out there let us know and we'd love to shout you out and whatever you've written yeah and thank you guys again for tuning in. That's all for this week on The, the Polter Gals. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals. 
a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.